Greetings and welcome back to another episode of the Marriage Chronicles. This is your girl Naila, and because I am unaware of what time you're listening to this, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you. So, as you see, um, I didn't do a podcast episode yesterday. I'm actually not liking how I'm not doing a podcast daily. Like it might be every other day or something. I I really don't like that. Um, I feel as though I'm abandoning my listeners. Um, I feel like I should be able to do these podcasts regularly. Um, especially since it's it should be a part of my No Excuses November. Um, but doing this No Excuses November, I've been getting a lot done around here, around the house. So, so yeah, but I will, you know, have to go ahead. Well, well one of the reasons why I am getting things together around here is so I can create more content. I can get to a place of regularly writing and uh, possibly uh, vlogging as well. So I just have to get everything together on this end. So please forgive me for my lack of communication in the last 24 hours. So how's everyone doing? I hope well. I really do hope well. Um, for me, I'm just going to tell you where my head has been in the last 24 hours. Has it been 24 hours? It's probably been longer than 24 hours that I've kind of started to feel this way. And I'm kind of getting concerned. Um, I've been doing a lot of thinking. And in my thinking... I have been coming to, I don't know if it's a conclusion or, I, I don't know, I guess I guess it's that, that fear thing again, so I need to go further into God, you know, anytime, like I was telling you all previously, anytime you begin to act out of a spirit of fear, you should go deeper in God, because perfect love, which is God, cast out all fears. So I believe I'm going to have to go deeper into God because when I go deeper into God is when I actually feel a strong connection and a strong commitment, uh, a stronger commitment to my husband. But here for the last, I don't know how long it's been, y'all, probably for a few days or so, um... I've been kind of having a feeling as though maybe I'm good on him. (laughs) I hate even, even saying that, but I think it is possibly, I don't know if it's the devil's way of trying to sabotage it because maybe it's so close, um, or if this is really how... I'm feeling. Um, it's like I've 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 noticed. I started to remember things that I didn't remember before, um, or 
just weren't on the forefront of my mind before. Um, how I was treated and things like that. And I kind of got to a point where I'm like, am I good on him? Like I haven't gotten to a place where I'm saying that I am, but I've kind of gotten to a place of wondering if I'm good on him, even though I feel as though it's just feelings. Um, and believe it or not, when it comes down to being married, I know a lot of people might disagree with me on this. It's 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 less about feelings and more about commitment. Um, oh, y'all, I was, I don't want to say these things because I know someone is out there strongly disagreeing. But when it comes down to covenant, you guys, when it comes down to even. Um, your relationship with God even. Can anyone out there truly say that they always feel like doing what it's required for you to do to be saved? Just honest. Just honest. If God told you something, have you always just been like, yeah, I can't wait. Especially if it's something that seems less desirable. <laughs> um, because unfortunately... A lot of times when God is asking us to do something, it's it's not something that we're just happy and turning cartwheels about. It's usually something that feels like it goes against what our flesh would want. And so that's what I mean by marriage is or 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 um um commitment um is less about your feelings because you're not always going to uh, feel like doing it. You're not, it's not going to always feel like something that you're extremely excited about. There are going to be some days where you just don't feel like doing it, but that doesn't change the fact that there is a commitment in place. That does not change the fact that there is indeed a um, covenant in place. So that's what I mean by um, <clears throat> covenant has less to do about feelings and more to do about commitment. I hope I, I broke that down in a way to where someone can understand it. Because a lot of times when we push beyond what we feel, we are able to tap into a whole new level of greatness you know um if we were to be trying to get a beach body you know and we begin to feel the strain and the pain of your muscles tearing and breaking down so you just stopped um you wouldn't get to that beach body you wouldn't get to that greatness you would stay on the same level right and so i feel like the same thing goes for commitment and covenant. I feel as though a lot of people underestimate covenant. People go into covenant without even thinking of it as covenant. Um, they go into it 
like it's a lease agreement that can be broken, that there's certain cause, uh, clauses uh, that can, in fact, void out the lease altogether. And that's the wrong perspective. That's the wrong way to look at covenant. Um, covenant, a lot of times, well, not a lot of times, covenant is binding until death. I think if more people understood covenant and that marriage is very much so covenant, they would not go into it. But uh, there have been a couple of times this week that I have just been like, is this, what am I, you know, what am I wanting this for, you know, and the reality is, you know, yes, while I do love my husband, um, a lot of it is, is, is my commitment to our covenant. A lot of it is keeping my word. A lot of it is the fact that God hates divorce. Now, I know a lot of people feel as though divorce is an option, but me, myself, I don't see divorce as an option. Not, not just I'm unhappy and so I'm not going to continue um, in this covenant. Feelings is something that the world has taught us um, to be led by. And if our pure example of what we're supposed to be were to go by his feelings, which is Jesus Christ, um, our sins would not be accounted for today. Our sins would not have been taken care of by him because his feelings were saying he didn't want to go through with the covenant, the blood covenant. Um, do you get what I mean by he had to shed his own blood in this covenant to even, you know, um, form a covenant with us that would break the, the bounds of sin, that would break the um the uh the the curse of sin and death that would break uh the clutches of hell off of our lives so that's what i mean um and only the 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 committed uh the only the ones who understand covenant uh would even understand where i'm going with this um i feel as though the world um, would very much so frown on anything that I really say on this podcast because it very much so goes against what the world says. It, it this 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 podcast does not conform to the world, and it's it's so funny when I was reading my word this morning, uh, I came across the scripture where it's talking about not being conformed to this world, but being transformed by the renewing of your minds. And I was just like, let me look up this word conform. You know how you can read something? I talk to you all about this often, how you can read something and you feel that you know the meaning of it until you read it. 
And then you're like, oh my gosh, okay. Um, it means something deeper. When you look into the meaning, it's not that you don't know the meaning. It's just that reading the meaning solidifies something. It, it, it makes it much deeper than just reading it at base level and not looking into it deeper. We're supposed to dissect the word, right? And when we do that, we gain more understanding. Um, so when I was reading that this morning and it, it was saying, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, I went and looked it up. Now, without looking up the word, my understanding of conformity was always a sense of just don't look like the world, don't be like the but when I looked it up and I and I began to uh, look at the meaning and everything, I was just like, hmm, okay, um, because this is what conform says. According to the dictionary, it says comply with rules, standards, or laws, um, or behave according to socially accepted, com acceptable conventions or standards. Uh, the pressure to conform, uh, be similar in form or type or agree. And when I read that, I was like, man, you know what I mean? Like, I, I really, when you start to look at things like that and start to actually hear the breakdown of a word, it makes your understanding of this scripture or of what you're studying that much more deeper and duh that's what a definition does it does break things down for you more clearly but when I saw the behave according to socially acceptable conventions or standards that's exactly <laughs> what we as believers we're not supposed to conform to this world we're not supposed to uh, behave according to socially acceptable conventions or standards and quite frankly I don't and I, I, I don't I, I just don't think the same as the world um, I don't agree with the world um, I, you know <laughs> It's so crazy when you look at Jesus and how unacceptable he was in the social world. You know, he would be blackballed today. He would be canceled today if he were here because what he says and what he stands for goes completely against what everyone else's is um standing for or what's acceptable and this podcast i know my views on here um my views in general in life they do not comply they do not go um with what the world thinks because in the world's eyes feelings do matter 
feelings are what you're led by in a marriage. And if this person is not treat, if you feel like this person's not treating you right, you feel you can do better, you feel you should be happy, you know, and, and I agree, I want to be happy. But uh, I agree with the part of wanting to be happy. But I feel like um, if you're led by that, then divorce is definitely optional a divorce is you can go into the marriage thinking if it doesn't work I'll just get divorced and then I'll just get someone new <laughs> you know and that is a very damaging way to view covenant um, a lot of people just see marriage as a deeper relationship just the next step or next level this is what we by society this is what we're supposed to do okay she's gonna want a ring at some point i'm going to have to conform and do that um but i see a lot of people that are christians because i don't speak for people who are not i don't speak for people who don't believe the same as me i i cannot speak for them but for brothers and sisters in Christ, we are supposed to all have these same views. We are supposed to be in unison. We are supposed to, you know, come together as one. Um, but I see a lot of quote unquote believers. And I, I can't even call them believers. Um because if you're a believer, you believe what the word of God says. And a lot of people who label themselves as Christian, who label themselves as believers, completely go against what the word of God says and goes with their feelings. And so, so if it was a feeling thing, if I were to go with how I've been feeling lately, I would say, go ahead, you escaped, you dodged a bullet, he left you, you stayed true to your covenant, now let him walk away. This is more problems, this is more than you want to deal with. Did you really sign up for this? And the reality is, yes, you did. You signed up for all of it. Um, because we are human and we are not perfect. Even we don't see breakdowns coming down the, the line with us. Even we don't see attitude changes. Even we don't see the things that are coming down the line that, that, um, aren't necessarily how we feel our personality goes with our personality, you know, or that's just not me. I just wasn't being myself. I don't understand. Because when I was going through all those hormonal changes and I was just snapping at people and I just didn't understand, like, girl, what's wrong with you? This is not you, Naila. This is not how you operate. You know, I didn't see that coming because I've always been the type of person who even with dealing with cycles and things like that, you know how men can say, oh, I don't talk to her around this time of month. And I don't, I've never been that type of person. Um, if anything, I turn up the happy around that time. You know what I mean? Because I don't want anyone to feel as though um, 
they can judge me by a time of the month. You get what I'm saying? Or judge what, oh, you know, she's going to be in a mood, you know. <laughs> I've always been different from what most people, I, I, I steer away from stereotypes. Um, if it's something where you can stereotype me or say this and that, I've always just, just geared away from them, not necessarily just for looks or just so no one could form a stereotypical, stereotypical opinion of me, but just because my mind always operated differently from everyone else. And so it's just always come natural. So when something, when, when life happens and you go into this whole thing, that's completely not, you know, in your character, you know, no one, no one knows that that's coming down the line. So how can you look at another person and not expect them to go through changes, not expect them to, um, go through, um, times where they could definitely be better humans. <laughs> when we marry, we do sign up for all their bull crap. We sign up for the good too. A lot of people look at marriage and they just sign up for the good and that's it. You know, even though they're standing before the world, God, you know, and their spouse and saying, till death do us part, through sickness and in health, through better or for worse, really they're not signing on for the worse. My marriage is in the worst state that a marriage could be in. Uh, it does not resemble a marriage. Um, it, 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 it feels non-existent. <laughs> it feels non-existent. And even though he's not here in the home, he's not laying next to me at night. I don't wake up to him. I don't hear from him. You know, um, he won't even um, communicate with me. He won't even resolve the issue. He won't even go to a point of saying, yeah, I'm going to divorce you. Like, there's no talks of anything. Um do you know how that makes me feel, people? <laughs> it definitely makes me feel some type of way. And here for the last week or so, um, I wouldn't even say week, for the last 24 hours or so, my feelings have begun to change. But I am going to be honest and say I have not, the same way that I have not been consistent in putting up podcast is the same way I can say I have not consistently been communing with the Holy Spirit. I have not been consistently like in the morning. Yeah, every morning I have some time there, but it's not as deep as it was before. It doesn't resemble a true relationship um, with the Holy Spirit. So what happens when when we don't display um, actions that um, that resemble a relationship? Like when we don't talk to 
who we're in a relationship with. Don't communicate with them. Don't say anything to them. Wake up and say good morning to them and talk to them for like 30 minutes and then don't talk to them for the rest of the day. How damaging would that be to a physical relationship? Imagining that is to a spiritual relationship. And so I've been taking in more TV than I have the Holy Spirit. So my views have my my views of of being aligned with the Holy Spirit have begun to differ. Do you get what I'm saying? It, it's it's um <clears throat> I've begun to take on more of the world's views, which is go with your feelings. What do you feel? Go with your gut. What is your gut telling you to do? What are you, you know what I mean? And I've been just kind of wondering about that lately. Like, God, why am I getting to this point where I'm just like, oh, forget it. Like, okay, he walked away. Let him keep walking. You know what I'm saying? And yes, I know by the world's standards, people would say that I finally am coming to my senses. Um, my feelings <laughs> is what it is. Senses ain't nothing but what you feel, okay? Um, but I know what I said, and I know what I committed to, and I committed to the worst part as well as the better part. And regardless of, of if I feel as though, oh man, think back of all the stuff that he did. That is actually going backwards in my forgiveness. That's actually going backwards into, um, like holding something against him, holding a grudge. And I don't subscribe to grudges. Um, I like to let things go. I'm, that doesn't mean that I always do immediately let things go. Sometimes it lingers and bothers me. Now I can say, oh, I forgive you, you know, um, immediately. But sometimes the activeness of that word forgiveness doesn't kick in until later because I am human. (laughs) And because those things will replay in my mind unless I begin to renew my mind. And when I begin to renew my mind, um, fear goes away. Um, I begin to feel closer to my husband. I begin to feel more compassion towards him. I begin to feel that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. But when I step away from that supernatural that's put on my natural it's just the natural is just left and that's it and so I've I've had feelings of just like girl just keep walking girl you dodged a bullet you dodged a bullet girl (laughs) you dodged a bullet but when I get closer to God I feel this strong compassion towards my husband. I feel like I'm falling in love with him. And I'm just like, how do you fall 
in love with someone who doesn't share the same views as you? How do you fall in love with someone who has not shown you anything different from from hate? You know, um, but that is that is how we are supposed to be as believers. When I am tapped in to the Holy Spirit, my love for my husband is unconditional. Um, but when I pull away. When I pull away, it's just like, girl, this is so messy. Why deal with it? Why put yourself through anything else concerning it? Can it even change? Will it even change? Will he come back the same? We're not doubting that he won't come back, but will he come back the same, girl? Do you feel like dealing with that? Oh, he doesn't. You get what I'm saying? And I'm just like, no, man. For the last 24 hours, that's been how I've felt. And I'm like, Naila, are you really there? Is that what you're, is that what you're thinking? Is that how you're feeling? I kind of almost feel as though the devil is trying to get me to uh, forfeit the blessing that's me. And because I don't pride myself in failing. <laughs> I don't I don't believe in failure. Failure is not an option, therefore divorce is not an option. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. I had someone look at me and say, Oh, you you know, this was back before, you know, he had left or whatever. This is probably our first separation. Um but we were still talking and everything. But yeah. I had someone say, Oh, you're just holding on just because he's your husband, just for that simple fact, nothing more, not because you feel a certain way. And for me, I feel like when we go against our feelings and is when we tap into God's perfect will for our lives. Um, God's will was for Jesus Christ to come and die for us and his his feelings were that he didn't want to do it um so much so that where he he had beads of blood sweating it out um that was not his own will that was his father's will and so i feel like um if we would just hit that that ceiling that once we hit that ceiling as far as we can go regardless of how we feel about it then God will honor us with happiness then a level of greatness comes beyond this what the where the ceiling can take us it penetrates through that ceiling and goes up and above and accelerates us to greater uh, places and I feel like in marriage you just have to keep going. You just have to keep going sometimes. You have to keep going. You have to keep pressing and pushing until that ceiling is broken where you can accelerate. And to me, the ceiling represents your own capped off feelings because everyone has a level where they say, uh-uh. 
This is a deal breaker. I'm not going any further than this. But I feel like that the ceiling represents our own abilities, our own um, feelings, that capped off feelings. Because us as human humans, we don't we don't love unconditionally without the help of God. Um, a lot of times we don't. You know, and I know there's some people who love unconditionally and you think, oh, they didn't, you know, um, they're not saved or they're not this and they're not that. Um, I feel like every good and perfect gift comes from above. And if a person is loving unconditionally, there has to be some level of godliness in there somewhere because we can't, we're not good without God. We're not good. We can't do good without God. Um, so yeah, that's what the ceiling represents. It's, it's that, that humanness, that human side of us that's, that caps off and says, we're not going any further than this. If you do this, then bump that I'm gone. If you do that, I can't stay for that. And I feel like in marriage, we just have to keep pushing and pushing and beating that ceiling, beating that ceiling, doing the work, doing the work. I don't feel like doing this, doing the work. I don't feel like uh, uh, doing, I don't feel like staying, doing the work, doing the work, doing the work. I don't feel like doing this. Nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. I don't feel like dealing with him. Can't I just get a new one? I don't feel like dealing with her. Can't I just get a new one? I don't deserve this. I'm better than this. Ugh, I don't do drama. Y'all, <laughs> unfortunately, covenant has nothing to do with your feelings. I feel like once you do the will of God, you are rewarded with happiness. But until you do the will of God and go beyond what you have capped off and said that no further than there, here, you don't tap into that greatness. And a lot of these people that you see who have reached 40 years and 60 years of marriage, it's because they said, we're going to keep going. This hurts me, but we're going to keep going. Okay, you messed up. This really hurts. I don't see how we're going to recover from this, but we're going to try. Let's go forward. We're just going to keep on going, taking it one day at a time. Don't look way down the line. Look at right now. One step at a time. If you look too far ahead, you might become exhausted. Stop looking that far ahead and deal with today. What are you dealing with today? What can you change today? What can, how can you better yourself today? How can you serve your spouse today? What can you do? What's in your power to do today? Because I guarantee you, God takes us from levels of glory to glory. God takes us from levels of where we feel like we're only capable of going this far. He takes us the rest of the way. That's when he comes and put his super on your natural. Now you ain't got kinks in your head. You got flowing, <laughs> flowing locks. 
because he's put that super on that natural, you know, and this is not me talking about natural hair because y'all know I'm natural, but I'm just giving a, a funny example. So no one get offended, please. There's nothing wrong with kinky hair, but um, you get what I'm saying, though. You get what I'm saying. Um, and I, y'all, that's so disturbing that we have to do that now. Anything we say, we got to backtrack and put a, a, well, a disclaimer on. I don't mean to offend nobody. I don't have patience for offense. I don't have patience for going back and doing disclaimers and stuff like that, which is the reason why I don't seek to go extremely far, you know, with this. But a part of me is afraid that it will go far. <laughs> I used to get on here with ease and just say whatever. And now before I get on, I don't know if it's a level of stage fright or what, but I kind of feel a little out of breath before I get on here now. And I think it's because I see all the 17 countries listening to me. And I see, and I'm just like, oh God. You know, I've never sought out fame. Um, anytime I, f- I felt like I was going to get far in anything um, concerning uh, fame, I've always backed up from it. And at this point, um, I don't feel I have the luxury to do that um, because I feel that this podcast might be helping others to where I can't be selfish and say I'm not going to do this out of fear. Um, I have to keep going because we, as the body of Christ, have to lift up a standard. We have to lift up, hey, this is, hey, we're, we're not just falling for anything. We have, we're standing for something and our standard is up here, you know, and only the strong survive. You get what I'm saying? It's not easy to go against our own feelings. It's not easy to go against our own will. It's not easy to um, to not give up. It's not easy to be meek all the time. You know, um, being we- meek is definitely not a sense of being weak. Um, it takes a lot more energy to remain in a humble place than it is to just let your feelings flow and say whatever and do whatever you want to do in the moment (sighs) so yeah you guys these are my feelings this is what I've been feeling for the last 24 hours I haven't had time to come and and speak on my feelings but I do always want to have a great level of transparency in the things that I say um and not fear not have a a a huge level of fear um of what others might think or whatever because when you are in Christ you don't conform you do rebel you do go against what the standards of the world is what you know what popular uh, belief is you go against these things you resist and um, I know that seems problematic 
for most of the world or for the for the world period but as a believer this is what we do this is what we do it's not just it's just not to just be a rebel because i feel like being a rebel it is what the word calls for us to do it's what it calls for uh the word of god is god oh god (laughs) and he um he don't play either you hot or cold ain't no middle ground so yeah so anyway I just wanted to come and share that. Also, I saw a post on, I believe it was Instagram. And I saw, it it said something like, stop looking at marriage like it's just a piece of paper. Um, What did it, what else did it? It said, um, Money is paper, yet you still spend it. I think it was something like that. Money is money is just a piece of paper, yet you still find value in it. You know what I mean? So stop saying marriage is just a piece of paper because it is not, you guys. Um, it is a signed declaration of what you signed up for and what you said you were going to do, but it is not just that. It is commitment. It is covenant. So treat it as such. Treat it as such. But anyway, ha ha ha. Okay, you guys, I am going to go. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate having this this uh, platform where I can have this level of transparency. Um, I'm looking forward to everything that's coming down the line that is good, great, and perfect from the Lord. Um, and yeah, y'all keep striving, keep punching that ceiling until you, till you're able to push through that. Keep pushing you guys. Um, there is a greater purpose. There is a greater, there is greatness beyond that ceiling. So punch through. All right. In the meantime, in between time, till I talk to you again, keep your attitudes in check. And until next time. Peace. Have Instagram? Follow me at the Marriage Chronicles underscore for updates on when new episodes are available and much more. See you there.